Agency Click presenting Everything Film with Film Robot. And we're broadcasting, of course, from the Film Robot Studios and uh, offices in downtown Vancouver. Joe Larry, along with Patrick Shelton of Film Robot and Agency Click. And uh, our shows, I think, are getting better and better oh, all, the all the time. And it's amazing where we get our guests from. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, you put out sort of feelers, you go through casting agencies, you go through production companies, and every once in a while you just happen to be in a restaurant and, and meet people. <laughs> well, you know what? It's one degree, what is it, like uh, one or two degrees of separation in Vancouver? It it's pretty, always been that it way. It pretty much is. And today's show has two guests, but they are both connected to each other. We will talk to them both individually and collectively. And we'll first of all introduce actress Amy Dolans, but she's an actress. She is a film and TV producer. And yeah, you might know the name Dolans, yes, as a daughter of Mickey Dolans. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And she's carried that name for a long time. (laughs) She's been interviewed about the Dolans name for a long time. (laughs) And you've proudly accepted it. Of course. course. But you're also pretty acclaimed yourself, and you've done a lot of things, and I would love to talk about that today. I really would, We certainly will, but I have to tell the story of how this guesting duo came about. Uh, I was with my buddy Jeff Neal, who was one of these people that just has to jump into everybody's conversation. And it's yeah. charming sometimes, and it's a pain in the butt other times. But he happened to uh, be engaged with this conversation with this couple beside us. It was Amy and her husband, Jerry. And um, at some point, I overheard someone, or I think Amy said, my dad's on radio. And I kind of, my ears kind of perked up because I've been on radio for 100 years. I said, who's your dad? She goes, well, he, he was in a band. I go, okay, even more intriguing. Who, who's your dad? She goes, uh, he was in a band called The Monkeys. I go, who? Mickey Dolans? So that was actually how it was. And then yeah. I inter- you introduced us to Jerry, and Jerry brings a lot to the table. So that's kind of how we recruited for this show. Just one yeah. of those random encounters, yeah, random, so chance random. encounters. Uh, you yeah. have been in Vancouver for a number of years, and I understand that you recently passed your citizenship Yay. test. Yes, yes. What? Uh, what? One wrong. Okay, one and, wrong. And, and th- I didn't realize this. And they won't tell you th- which they ones you got wrong. No, they so won't tell you which ones. Though. So you, you sit on your computer. You're being monitored, so you can't cheat. No. You've got a period of time of, what, 30 minutes, you 30 said? minutes. Yeah. Is that new? The Zoom? They did it, like, would they have done it? Because of you would had You would have had to done it in person go before, there. right? Yeah. You'd have to go there, yeah. Yeah. And no. when you said you were studying for it, because the day I met you guys, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, so how, how do you how do you study for a Canadian citizenship well, test? Well, they they give you um, a booklet. Um, I think it was like sixty three pages. It's basically a book, and all the um, answers. Um, so all the information is in that book. So there's nothing that they're going to surprise you with it's in the actual book. So you just have to study the book. So that's what I did, and I studied my little butt off. Mm-hmm. So I know, uh, well, I used to know a lot about Canada. Of course, I was shoving all this information in my head. So I know certain things, but I think, you know, um, and they're multiple choice. So right. it's a little easier than just mm-hmm. going, you know, what happened So what is, what is, you know, on that, like citizenship, you've got that. What is the draw to Canada for you? Like, why are you here? You like, we hear LA and you've done so much. Well, I was so born well. in LA. Right, and I'm you've done. done so I've much. done LA. So what is what is the draw here? What is <laughs> what do you like about? And you know, you're not alone. There's a lot of people that feel that. But yeah. what do you say to the American transplants? Like, what yeah. what's your gut feel about this whole thing? Oh, my gut feel is, uh, you know, I I love. I've lived in other countries as well, like Ireland and England and Acapulco. I lived in Mexico mm-hmm. and. And um, I, I love living in other countries. I love traveling, and I love you know other cultures and things. This was the film business. Um, I eventually, you know, my husband and I moved up here for the film business. But when I got here, 
um, I fell in love with art, and, and I just started taking some classes um, at the community center of all places. And then I ended up at Emily Carr, and I got my um, certificate for um, illustration and just stuck with it. And I kind of left acting behind a little bit. So Vancouver and Canada, I think, to me, is it's just... Um, I, want, I don't want to say I like it better. I don't want to say... But I, I don't see myself ending up in the United States, though, wow. full-time. Wow. I, I see myself as, you know, living in, in Canada. I think... Um, and I really can't tell you exactly why. It's you know, you just know, a feeling. What, I don't know. It's an interesting thing because I've met a lot of people and, like, like I'm talking successful people that have gone off to be animators and everything, and they have a short stint in the states and they all come back like i like it's weird yeah. it's a very interesting thing they yeah. go they go there for the money maybe and then they go oh la uh vancouver's kind of nicer so yeah. you know i think it's just a little yeah. calmer it's not so there's like different there's like, something different know, right yeah you don't yeah. have to be completely like you know so competitive all the time i just People kind of like work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the pressure is different. The right? pressure is yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, I think you nailed it right there. I think the pressure is a lot different. You're just a lot more calmer here. I feel calmer it, when I land in Los Angeles. I'm like, you you're know, stressed right away. I'm yeah, stressed, yeah, yeah. You know, what, yeah. the driving, everything is just so stressful. Yeah. When when was the point of uh, demarcation when you actually landed on Canadian soil, Vancouver soil? How many years does that go back? Over ten years. Okay. Jerry's <laughs> like 11 years. <laughs> so I spent five years uh, in uh, Toronto, working at Toronto Radio, and I was living about 45 minutes outside of downtown Toronto. And the, you always kind of feel like the fish out of water. And I remember one day I was at this area called Four Corners in Brampton, Ontario, and this car with New York plates pulled up and rolled down the window and said, excuse me, and I look over. The guy goes, can you direct me? I want to get to Young and Bloor, which is like a major intersection in downtown Toronto. And I remember proudly being able to direct that car to get them <laughs> onto the freeway to get them to. And I thought, you know what? Now I feel like I'm a local. Yeah. Did you have oh that, yes, that orientation concern? Yes. No, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, going for actually when somebody asked me a direction and I knew where it was, is like, that what can you, you mean? Can you, can you direct me to Broadway and Oak right yeah, now? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. You <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, and yeah. I loved that. Yeah. I mean, because when I first got here, of course, people would just think that, you know, I was, you know, like here for my you know, whole life. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, I don't know. I just got here. I you knew I'm from LA. I <laughs> no clue. <laughs> and then it became, you know, oh, can you tell me how to get to McDonald's yeah. and you yeah, know, and yeah. I'm like, oh yes, of course. You just go da 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 da, da 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 da. Then you go. I mean, I was like, yes. So Amy, I've you said, arrived. So you know, you know, and you said you've taken a break from acting, and you kind of got out of that and got to art. But let's go back in time a little bit, and that's a, it's a good segue because you're 19, 20, and your dad's pretty famous, and you're 19, 20 years old. You're you now. Go, oh, I wish. Now I'm just. <laughs> no, but you were, you were, and, and, and your dad, at Long that time, time ago. <laughs> when you were 19 or 20, your dad had, had fame, and maybe in the height of his fame, or ending it, like, you know, I'm trying to put the timeline together, so what was it like for you? You're in LA, 19 years old, your dad's kind of famous, like, it would be interesting to see, and then you went into the industry, did yeah. he help you in, was like... Did you did you have the same agent? Um, like what what really happened? I no, my dad did not want me to be in the business at all. 
So I had to kind of fight him a bit on that. Um, I actually went to one of his best friends who is also in the business producer and new agents and mm -hmm. all that. So I went to uh, Stuart and, um, and sat him down and go, look, you know, I know my dad doesn't want me to do this and da -da 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 -da, talk him into it because I want to do it. And I was doing theater in school and everything and I really wanted to do it. My dad just did not want me to be in the business at all. So, and that's how it all came about is um, Stuart, you know, talked to my dad and then he's like, okay, well, just try to get an agent if she gets the agent. So I got my first agent I kind of auditioned for. So my dad's like, damn. How old would you have been there? How old, how old would you have been? I would have been at that point probably 16. Wow. So that was pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. guest is Amy Dolan's Agency Click presents everything film with Film Robot broadcasting from the offices of Film Robot in downtown Vancouver. It says BNN Bloomberg 1410 AM, also 103.5 FM HD3. Now, uh, in, indulge me for a moment because I uh, admitted to you prior to our recording of this show <laughs> that I'm kind of a soap nerd. And you spent time on General Hospital. Yeah. I have been fortunate to be on set of The Young and the Restless. And I think soap doesn't get its due. Because the amount of dialogue that you need to do, and, and I, again, I think it kind of, uh, what I noticed on the Y&R set is that there's double sets of cue cards on the set, but most actors, they don't, they're there as, as a last minute resort because yeah. they don't want to stop tape because the production schedule is pretty hectic. Yep. What did you find your time like, on, on General Hospital? Um, General Hospital for me was such a big, it's kind of was like going to college for acting really fast. Like, you know, you just, you have to, um, it taught me how to find my mark. It taught me how to find my light. It taught me how to, and do it quickly and learn my lines fast to memorize because I, did, I hated using the cue cards. It would always throw you. Um, a lot of actors, the, the older actors were like so good at it and they could just like, and it wouldn't even look like they were reading anything. But um, it threw me. So I just learned how to um, just learn how to really um, deal with the camera, getting your mark, um, and dealing with the character that you're you're playing and, too. You know, and when you when you walk on set though, and you're dealing with like pioneers of the craft. Yeah, yeah. Are they accepting of the newbies? Oh, yes. I, I never, ever dealt with anybody that was like, oh, God, here's like, right. you know, some in here, you know. No, they always took you under their wing. So, you know what, for the people yeah. that don't know, and let's just go back in the y and r I know Joe's a fan. He Which I was it. on also. He watches it every just day. Just for a couple right? days. I did not know that. Just for a couple days. Okay. So your main character on Soaps, who was it? And like, how old were you? And just kind of just... What was her name? Um, her name was Melissa McKee. And um, so soapy. Her mother was a paraplegic. Um, she lived in the brownstone with Bobby and Jake. Um, and then she had to leave. And so I was there with my little brother. I got into drugs. I became a hooker. <laughs> I, you know, That's so great. <laughs> so, so did you eventually die? Um, uh, no, eventually I moved to Europe. You moved to um, Europe. That was the not, end of it. But not. But I did become a um, candy striper before that because everybody ends up working at General Hospital at <laughs> some but point. But the thing is, in soap, you never actually surely die. Yeah, exactly. You could be an evil twin that's brought. See, the thing well, is, this exactly. is why I say that I don't think soap gets its credit because, yeah, like when you know 
when Mrs. Cassidy can control the weather or Stefano on yeah. Days of Our Lives is, you know, possessed, or has Marlena possessed by the devil. Yeah, those are pretty outlandish plots, and I'm sure you can roll your eyes and have fun at a cast party later. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the amount of effort that goes into, into this, um, I mean, it was, I was staggered just by what an exhausted oh, schedule it is. And again, you may be there at like 7 o'clock in the morning. You may be there till 11 o'clock at night. And I was always told whenever there's a wedding scene or something like that, good Lord, it's a lengthy oh, day. Oh, it's a very long day, big party yeah. scene. I remember yeah. being like sick one time and I had a bucket underneath the, the <laughs> table because it was a huge party scene. I had to be there, you know, it was like some kind of wedding probably or something like that. And I was like, you know, and it was like, all party, 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 woohoo. <laughs> it was that bad. What do they feed you when you're when you're doing those yeah. scenes? Is actually is it obviously it's real food, but is it it's is it sat there for a while and it's cold and it's not pleasant? Um, it it depends. I mean, for instance, like ice cream. I remember eating ice cream like a few times actually on set, and it was actually baked. I mean, mashed potatoes right. because it doesn't melt and it looks like ice cream. So it's kind of weird because you're supposed yeah. to be eating ice yeah. cream and yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. mashed yeah. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Well, that's you your gotta, your sen- yeah, exactly. Your senses have oh, to that's be, incredible. you know, yeah. <laughs> so in addition to your acting work, would you say is kind of taking this on hiatus right now? Or would you say it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah. might do a little bit of it. I haven't really thought about it that much, to tell you the truth. But you have mm-hmm. other side projects. You, um, you, are, you, you and your husband, Jerry, uh, have a, f- a foundation, or not a foundation, it's called Kids Picks Productions. Which oh, sounds pretty exciting. We haven't done that for a long really? time. Okay. No. That's, okay. that's old school. Yeah. Okay. That was back in L.A. That was back in L.A.? Yeah. Could you see something like that maybe yeah. resurfacing up here? Yeah. We've actually talked about it a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's, um, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It was about doing um, uh, kids' parties mm-hmm. and and actually bringing in, you know, Actually, maybe I'm saying too much because maybe we will, and I'm giving an idea out to somebody. No, well, you know what? Hey, film, 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 film robot presents. No, and I know Jerry's like. Shut. <laughs> so you know, you know, Joe, I gotta, I gotta ask you, and I gotta say something. When when you look back, and you know, we got Amy here, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask it. And like, you look back, and what's your memory of the monkeys and that whole genre? Because there was a lot going on, yeah. and I mean. And, you know, not to put you on the spot, Amy, but we're kind of the same, you know, generation, mm-hmm. right? right? Oh, so yeah. we... Roughly the same vintage. R- well, roughly. No, roughly but, the same vintage, roughly. exactly. No, but did we see it reruns or was oh, it... Yeah. Uh, no, I Was it kind of reruns? Like, did you it was, see it, it live? It, it, well, you know what's funny is that when I remember when I was a kid watching Welcome Back, Cotter, and I actually kind of thought it was funny. And then you watch it as an adult, you went... <laughs> not that good. That? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, monkeys, yeah, yeah. The monkeys was way over my head for for that era because yeah. I was too young and too too naive a young man to get what yeah. what some yeah, of the references me, were. Me too. Yeah, I but it's, I think it's held up well. And the thing was, there was always tune in each episode. And I remember waiting for it to come out on DVD. I had a big DVD collection for a while, and I remember it took a while before the monkeys yeah. two seasons yeah. came out on yeah. uh, on DVD. But again, being a radio disc jockey. You know, I've played a lot of Monkeys records, and even those hold up well. She's a wonderful lady, and she's mine, all mine. And there doesn't seem a way that she won't come and lose my mind. It's too easy humming songs to a girl in yellow dress. 
We've got it on BNM Bloomberg, 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. It is Everything Film with Film Robot, Joe Leary along with Patrick Shelton, and the music of the Monkees, and a song called Randy Scouse Git, Amy Dolan's... That is so rare. I heard that. That is so it's a, cool. It's, it's a, so monkeys. It's so monkeys. It's a cool tune. And when I met Amy and Jerry together, and we were talking about songs, having been a longtime disc jockey, and no disrespect to any of the songs, it's great music from the monkeys, but I've heard them to death. And I've always went for the deeper cuts on the album. Tell us about Randy Scouse Git. So I don't really, um, I mean, uh, I just know it's my, it's a song that my dad wrote and um and i think that's why i love it and it's it's kind of about my mom so of course that's why i love it too right um and it's an original song that my dad wrote so um he owns it which is of course (laughs) very rare (laughs) wow and um i'm doing um uh, i'm working on uh, uh kind of off and on um an adult's uh coloring book based on it now, not meaning adult like a weird adult coloring, because <laughs> you can kind plus of like images yeah, and things. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> but it is an adult coloring book about the song. Okay. So, and I drew a picture of my mom because she was known as the girl in the yellow dress. She was a famous model in, in England, and that's how they met. She worked on Top of the Pops. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Of course. Yeah, of course. Bob's a British show, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it was just really, it's just really been a great little project that we're working on. So Patrick was asking you in the previous segment about, you know, growing up young and having a famous father and mother. Um, did Was there like a wild and crazy period of Amy Dolan's or were you always kind of centered and together and doing the right thing? You know, not really. I mean, because growing up in L.A. too, back in the 80s, you'd think I'd yeah. be a total coke or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, my, you know, my mom and my dad, I, I loved them so much, and they loved me. And um, uh, I remember my dad very clearly going, you know, okay, sweetie, you know, you're going to be, like, introduced to drugs and this and that and da-da-da. And basically he just said, you know, don't do the hard drugs, um, you know, do everything, so else, do everything else, I guess. And it's like fine. okay. <laughs> but um but he was honest with me and yeah. and he said, you know, look, I you know, I've done some stuff and you know, and just um I just don't, you know, I mean really just be, you know, um be careful. Did it ever bother you as a kid? And I I've, I've talked to other uh, f- uh offspring of, of famous people where they're they're father or mother is so recognized when there's you know hanging out with your dad and people are like falling all over him going oh my god as if he's with you did that ever bother you like hey this is this is me and dad time like i wish you people would all like go away um yeah i did when i when i was when i was younger but but funny story i hope i can do this really quick but funny story um my dad and i uh would be together and um and my it's when my parents got a divorce when I was about six or seven and so he'd take me out on Saturday and stuff and 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 he would be always bombarded with people and I wanted to have my daddy time and Dennis so one day I decided to get him dressed up in a hat and glasses and you know a disguise and it worked and so nobody came up to him and nobody like you know bothered him and then after a while my dad loves telling this story too and after a while i'm like daddy can you take the hat and glasses off 
because it's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it yeah. was that moment, and I was so young, of going, well, why is nobody paying attention to us? Why isn't everybody asking for your autograph and taking pictures and stuff? So it was. It was really, really weird. My dad always remembers that story so mm. well. Cause it was like a... Well, we are going to talk to your husband, Jerry Trimble, uh, in the next segment, and then we'll talk to you collectively, because I want to talk more about coming to Canada and your experiences and all of that. But uh, he probably won't tell us, so how, how did you meet this, this guy? <laughs> acting class. Acting class. Well, first at a party, and then um, at acting was class. It a, was it immediate? Yeah. Not immediate? Actually, no. <laughs> it wasn't. No, we kind of, we ended up doing a scene together, and then we just hung out together. And we became friends first, to tell you the truth, which I think sometimes is the best way to, to do it, you know. Well, we'll talk to Jerry in just a second. And we'll find out the truth. We'll find out the truth. <laughs> uh, Amy Dolan's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so and much. And we'll have you and the Thank hubby you. together at the okay. end of the show. You got it. Thanks for joining us. Thank this you. is Everything Film with Film Robot. We're broadcasting from downtown Vancouver. You've got it on B&M Bloomberg, 1410 AM. 103.5 FM HD3 and available for streaming on Spotify as well.